And we're live. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Simba Tkanifo, and I'll be your host once again. Today, I am joined by three guests, um, one returning guest and two new guests on the show. As you know, this weekend is the FA Cup um, semi-final, so we'll be previewing that as long as... Um, with that, we'll be also answering a few questions from the fans. Without further ado, let's get cracking. Anesu, how are you doing, bro? Again. I'm all good, man. How are you doing? No, I'm alright. I'm alright. Oh, alive. We meet again. Tawanda, you good? Oh yeah, I'm alright. Hyped to be on the party for. <laughs> I'm actually quite hyped. Um, ready to yeah. see how much wisdom I have compared to the three dons that are, I'll be talking with. Nah, that's good. We all we all learn from each other. And Kudzi, my man, how are you doing, bro? No, man, I'm good, man. I'm ex- I'm excited to be here. And yeah. <laughs> Dog, I'm just nervous, man, because, you know, with my very limited knowledge of soccer, I'm just, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, it's going to be interesting. No, nah, that's great. That's great to hear, guys. I'm, I'm so happy to have all of you guys on, on the show, man. It, mean, it means a lot. So, yeah, um, since Kudzi had asked me to speak, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on how, um, for, for you guys, because he's a Manchester United fan. I don't know why, but... Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I just wanted to hear your thoughts about your guys' season, how you guys have done, and yeah. Uh, all right, I think um, this season has been good, actually. Um, you know, <clears throat> considering the team that we have, you know, I, I kind of think that we don't have a team, the, um, a league-winning win, team, basically. So I think Ole has really found the balance now, um, especially in the last 10 games. He has found the balance between, you know, um, the defenders, the mid and the attackers. Um, for example, you know, I, I used to fight with the guy who I didn't like him at the beginning, you know, um, because of playing Lingard and Dan James. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, I really did not like that. And, you know, I was always wanting him to, you know, have Greenwood on. And finally, he's playing the kid. And... Yo, what a job that guy has done. I am so proud of the guy and I'm shocked at the same time. But yeah, I think Manchester United this season has been has been exciting and you know, counter-attack in football. It's no longer defense, defense, defense. So I'm I'm really excited for next season, man. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Especially when you mentioned Greenwood. I mean, that guy he's an incredible player. Like he's just a player that I like to watch. Um, so, no, it, it's interesting and yeah, um, Tawanda, I can see that you're very itching to say something. Um, <laughs> how, how's, how's your, how's our, our team done this season? Nah, um, you, you know how it is being a Chelsea fan. In any standards, in, in anyone's viewpoint, a Ch- in any Chelsea fan's viewpoint, they'll tell you that like this season has been a great season considering the circumstances but now having said that 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 little statement considering the circumstances says that like we are performing at an average level if we're saying like um this is what you normally expect from chelsea like take out the transfer ban take out the all the dramas of cas you would if chelsea normally came fourth or is finishing fourth or third or potentially trying to fight for Champions League spots you would say that Chelsea has had an average season and I think that's the middle ground that um, we're trying to like deliberate, trying to see how this season has been on a whole having said that though, the amount of youth that has come across to maintain what or, or what we're at right now has been amazing because you, you you cannot say that Chelsea is having a bad season and given the overhaul of players that we've had it's yeah it's it's been a really great season so we're just hoping at the end that we manage to hold on 
we've got a tough set of games coming and uh, yeah in anyone's viewpoint those those games look impossible but yeah as a Chelsea fan you know that the impossible is yeah on any given day something that could be a normality yeah, true true I mean yeah it's, it's been a tough season to be honest um I don't think anyone expected us to be in this position. So now that we're here, it's up to to the team to consolidate and keep their position. So yeah, no, no, that, that's that's good to hear. And Mr. Bant FC, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the season? The first question I asked, yeah, was, "Are you gonna get arrested?" Because I knew you got the rest. <laughs> I knew he was just about the rest. I was like, nah, Tony, you'll be fine. It's gonna be some. Uh... Yeah, I think um, for a season that actually started with so much promise, it's yeah, it's been probably the worst I've had to watch Arsenal play in terms of just uh, overall performance, results, and attitude, basically. Because like in past seasons, the performance haven't been perfect. But you've seen a bit of direction in terms of the play, in terms of like, okay, genuinely, if Arsenal had better players, they could actually be competing at the top. But like this season, it felt like even if we had created a proper squad, we still probably wouldn't have performed well. And yeah, that was it was tough to see at the beginning, but not at the beginning, but more in the in the middle region from about end of October to to January. It was really tough to to watch. But um, having said that, I think um, as soon as um, Arteta has taken over. You've seen a change in terms of mentality more than anything. Style of play takes more time to to change, but you can see that they are getting a bit more defensively solid, a bit more like being able to hold on. I think when Simba invited me for this podcast, I thought that I'll be talking after Arsenal get hammered by Liverpool. But then, yeah, things things change and things rearrange and. Yeah, and that game in itself, that second half, basically showed to me that like they are getting a bit of backbone, they are getting a bit of um, grit, which has been missing since I'd say since like um, Gallas and Vieira, Vieira left. Basically, that's when I think the last time we had proper proper grit in the team. And considering that I wasn't able to really watch those people, that shows that it's been a long time. But um, on a whole, yeah, the season's been it's been a terrible season. But from the bad times, I think. We gain like more positives and moving in the right direction. No, that's interesting to hear. I mean, I'm sorry if I did rush at the beginning, but you know how it is. I just have to. The force of that, the force of that. Battle. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was actually gonna ask you this this next question, but I don't think it'll be relevant to you now. So I think I'll just skip to the next guys. Um, Tawanda, um, with that, when you're talking about um, top four. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anissa. But. But man, rap. Don't worry. Talk to me in two weeks, guys. But yeah, um, we're talking about top four. Um, many people didn't expect Chelsea to be in top four. And for me, I don't even like to. I expected us maybe to finish uh, if we got a sixth place and a uh, cup run, I would be happy. But now that we're in fourth, I'm um, I'm happy. I'm delighted. But what are you um, the chances of top four now? And you mentioned, yeah, we do have three tough games. We'll get onto those shortly. Um, but what are your chances? Um, okay, it's it's really tough because on paper, it's it's close to impossible. Also checking with thing with fixtures around the league like if you check uh, if i'm if i'm correct man united are left with west ham and leicester of of which on the car on based on form west ham look like they're going to be brushed aside and then leicester and united will just fight each other out and leicester i'm not sure which game they have after we have our fa cup bouts but then with them they have first oh yeah oh they've spurs Okay, so that'll be a tough game. They've got two tough games to finish the season. So, given that, and Chelsea having their own two tough games of the season, playing two potentially UCL contenders. I know that Wolves ended the Wolves cannot mathematically make the Champions League anymore, but okay, let's say European contenders. Two European contenders to finish the season is never an easy job. So, 
yeah, it depends on the character of the boys and how much they want it. Like, I think these last these last games will show how much Chelsea has that killer instinct towards the end of the season if we if we still have it. Uh, yeah, um, and yeah, moving on to Kudzi. I mean, yeah, I mean Man United. I remember. I think was it. I don't even remember when, but I remember there was like a deficit of like ten points, twelve points. And you guys, January, you guys signed Bruno, and now you guys are one point behind us. How do you think? Do you guys just think you pull through in the end? Well, like um, Simba, to be honest, I'm disappointed with United. You know, um, I think the the game that they drew to Southampton, like um, you know, literally with like a few seconds left, yo, I was touched, guys. Yo. <laughs> but um. <laughs> Literally, you know, um, I was watching yesterday's game and the commentator said something that was very true, you know, that United literally have the ball on their court. It's really up to them whether they want to play Champions League or whether they want to play Europa League. So, obviously, the last game is a tough one, you know, against Leicester, but West Ham should be, should be an easy one, but obviously, the Premier League, you can never be too sure, right? But, um... Do I think that they're going to make it? Um, yes, I do. Because um, if you look at Leicester and Chelsea, they have difficult games, guys. Yo, like um, it's really it's really two tough games left for them to play. And United, the current form that they're in, I mean, 19 games unbeaten, guys. That is that is tremendous stuff. So um, yeah, I do have a little bit of faith in them and. Yeah, um, I really do think I think they can make third. <laughs> I don't um, know if I should um, say that, but um, I'm I'm gunning them to finish third this season. Uh, interesting, interesting. I mean, yeah, as I said Premier League is unpredictable. It's really unpredictable, and sure, um, just hoping that fingers crossed that the best team I win. Hopefully, my team. Um, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I actually just realized that we don't have a Man City fan here. Anyways, I'll speak on Man City if you uh, <laughs> So, with that, all that being said, um, the FA Cup, the oldest cup in England, I think. I don't know. I might be wrong. but uh, No, you're uh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, the oldest cup in England. Manchester City versus Arsenal. Man City, I think everyone is probably putting them as the favourites right now. But, I mean, Arsenal just beat Liverpool. Although there were literally two mistakes from Liverpool, two gifts. But you can't take that away from them. They still won. Man City versus Arsenal. Um, Chelsea versus Man United. Anissa, I'll throw this question at you. What are your chances of winning the trophy? Um... I think if you look at statistics and look at everything else, like just watching football, you can almost say zero. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but it is a cup. It's like a, it is a cup competition. That's the thing. It is um, just basically on the day. It doesn't matter what's happened before. It's just genuinely like a derby in, in like in, in the sense that you put everything that's happened before aside and you play like that. And it's like I know, like. I'll be very, very, um, not even optimistic, but like Gallup was to come here and say that now Arsenal, they beat Liverpool so they can beat City because this, this is not, nah, nah, nah. City are a much better side than us. They have better players, better style of play, and they're more like they're, they're together. But having said that, um, I've seen worse Arsenal teams win the FA Cup, like in terms of their starting 11. I've seen, because I've seen. Um, I think it was 2016 or 2017 where we beat City in the semis and Chelsea in the final. And, uh, and that was the season Chelsea won the league. And City were, I think City, I wouldn't say City was strong, but they were a better team than us. And, that, and it's, that's the essence of the FA Cup or the magic of the FA Cup that where um, it doesn't discriminate. You don't have to be, you don't have to be the, the best team in the league. You don't have to be the best team playing football. It's just literally mm. about the performance you put there. And I think another advantage or not advantage but another thing that may um, play in Arsenal's favour is that there's no one who knows how Man City take more than Mikel Arteta so as much as as soon as we came from restart we did get smashed by them quickly but that is straight after restart you can give that as an excuse and yeah David Luiz was playing for Man City that day 
<laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. But um, when you just like break it down like that, you you wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal did win. But it's not out of it's not out of like it's not out of sight. You like it can still happen. It's a possibility. It's just about starting the right team, um, getting the tactics right, and to be honest, uh, just getting our fair share of luck like we did against the. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, as I said, football is unpredictable. Um, Arsenal could do a job on City, and yeah, oh, we could be coming uh, next week or final talking about something different. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Chelsea, Man United, Tawanda. Man United have beaten Chelsea three times a season. First game got a humbling 4 0. Next two games, it was. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but still, we, we, we lost fourth time lucky if that's if that's a term. What are you saying? Listen, like, if we're to be brutally honest in terms of performance, like, I don't know what happened. I think, I think, United, I can fully say that, and most of this happened before Bruno, I can say that United are more resourceful they 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 utilize their chances and you know that chelsea as soon as they have more position than the other team it's it just becomes a dull game like i just i was just reading a um an article on the athletic and it was saying that the first time that uh chelsea lost to city 2-1 chelsea had 56 percent position the whole the whole game and if you actually link Chelsea's games where they have the way they have had more position than their opponents, they're most likely to end in draws and losses compared to the games that we've had less position. And yeah, another peculiar thing is that in all three games that we played against Manchester United, we've had more position, which is yeah, which you can almost directly link to the losses. So, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what mentality um, Frank is going to pull through with today, especially with the fact, I mean, on Sunday, especially with the fact that uh, N'Golo is not playing. He, like, he's, he, got, he got confirmed that he's not playing. So that's going to be another tough dilemma for the midfield. And now with Bruno in full force, I, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I, it's, it's going to be tough. It's not, impo- it's not impossible to win. Like, okay, if we're to compare the City-Arsenal game to this game, it's much closer. But, yeah, even though I still will not act like United have not... do not have a psychological advantage. Like, you've beaten a team three times in the league. Honestly, they're going to be thinking about it as they get on the pitch. It may influence certain decisions. Dare we not speak about VAR... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, that's basically my stance. It's gonna be a tough game. Yeah, and I totally understand. I mean, Chelsea. Like when you mentioned Man City, Man City. Then I think that's the first time Man City uh, didn't have more possession than the opposition, and they still won that game. So, yeah, it's quite, it's quite telling. I think. It'll be interesting to see what team Frank fields, knowing that he's got Liverpool on Wednesday. So, yeah, I think we'll just have to see what goes on there. Because um, Man United have done the table over Chelsea. And I know you guys probably would like to do a fourth one, but knowing that you've got Champions League, um, a, a game following that, that could bring it closer to Champions League, Champions League qualification. How are you feeling about that? Well, um, honestly, uh, <laughs> I'm a bit against Tawanda there, you know. I actually feel like Chelsea have the upper hand here um, because, first of all, Chelsea have had more rest time. And, uh, I mean, we played yesterday and then we have to travel to London and then Sunday we're playing. So it's, you know, in terms of a team that's fully like fully energized right um chelsea has the upper hand there and then also uh, i feel like um team selection is very important in this game and that goes for both sides as well um you know at the end of the day you know it's a cup game so is ole going to give other guys a chance 
or is he not going to give other guys a chance considering that you know um we also have a game during the week which is also just as important but um <laughs> you know it's very tough sim because you know all four teams like we need a trophy man like <laughs> you know um you know just to be brutally honest we need a trophy because in the league it just hasn't gone our way and yeah um so for me personally i think chelsea has the upper hand simply because they are they have more they have more energy basically and i do not think ole is going to play the team that played yesterday um well some of the players would definitely play but i don't think um most of those players would have been the ones that started yesterday now that's a, yeah i think yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see as i said which teams the managers decide knowing that and in the next couple of days they've got um league games so i, I don't know I, i really don't know how this one will play out to be honest uh i, I really don't know i'd like to see what happens on on sunday um and yeah uh, so with that all being said what are your chances of winning the trophy could this into already here yeah. what what do you think the chances of winning the trophy are um sorry what did you say um well, sorry, let me just repeat um what are the chances of winning the trophy oh all right um yeah i think once again once we get through chelsea um <laughs> Um I just think we need to face Arsenal man. <laughs> um so I hope Arsenal I hope Arsenal does the things against City but um honestly I really think it's a 50-50 for all teams you know uh, um I I think Anissa mentioned it it's it's a cup game you know and cup games are different you know there's there's more enthusiasm and adrenaline and all that stuff so I think the chances let me just say um 6 out of 10 if I was to rate it. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh Manesu, what are your chances of winning the trophy? 1 to 10. Can you hear me? Nessu. <laughs> I think he muttered a minus 5. <laughs> 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 uh Uh, 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 Tanda, what are your chances of winning the trophy? 1 to 1 to 10. I think it's 7. 7. Right. Right. Now, that's that's interesting. I mean, as I said, we're the best team win. If we do, if we do manage to get to the final, I hope it's Arsenal, to be honest. But, <laughs> but even at <laughs> that, guys, I want you to but even if it's uh fantasy I, I wouldn't mind but yeah um in the end of the day you have to play the hard teams to win trophies so yeah um now let's get to something really exciting and fun combined 11s i think we can since the uh, there's no man city fan yeah, i couldn't find one you can't find man city fans to be honest but um <laughs> it's where the stadium is always empty bro <laughs> exactly i think that's why they're actually winning the games now because they have no prayer <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um Southampton yeah. beat this oh. respectfully they don't win all the games <laughs> yeah. <Fair> play. <laughs> but yeah combined 11s um i think we can start with um, let's start with chelsea man you so in goal <laughs> i think we can all say yeah i don't know if anyone has to disagree output romero man ah <laughs> 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 nah, nah, nah. those those two spanish keepers are doing a madness man output romero <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a good shout though ah uh, so if that's the case then caballero is a shout nah nah come down <laughs> Oh my word. So what are you saying? Romero I've come for. Now let's 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 be proper. Oh David there and Kate there. I think Kate yeah. Right back. Yeah. And and okay. I this this one will cause us a, a spoil Diki but for now because yeah. we're talking about right now. We're talking about right now we put one Masaka there. Yeah. 
Hundred percent. No wait a minute. <laughs> Ooh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> We're not talking about the future and saying Reese James will be a very good defender in the future. We're talking about right now. All right. Yeah. Who's the right back? It's one percent. Yes. Wait, that's, a, that's an even hotter take on my side. Wait, so we're just literally going to throw Azbiliqueta out, like, right? Yeah, nah, nah, nah. What? No, no, we're not throwing him out. We're just saying that his form is not as good as Juan Basaka at the moment. Yeah, man, you know. Okay, yeah. if you're talking about a defensive right back, then I'll, uh, I'll concede that. Okay, no, it's fine. For now, for now. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this part five years from now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's still, that could actually still be hard to do. <laughs> All right, center backs. I'm going with Zuma. Zuma definitely has to be there. I don't, that's, that's, that's not up for debate. Um, you can put anyone there except for Maguire because, yo, that guy is trash. <laughs> 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 oh, our, our defense isn't that good as well. So, I mean, you have to pick. We can't have two chances. I would have said um, Tomori, but he's, he hasn't played in a while. He hasn't so. played, exactly. It's unfair to say. And I can't put Mr. Hustle because, yeah. Hey, Rudiger. Ah. Hey, 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 Rudiger and Maguire, same WhatsApp group. Yeah. Rudiger's the admin, yeah. dude. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I'd I'd say then the North then, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Left back, I'm going Aspi. There's there's no way. Ah, that's how I that's how I think Aspi. Yeah, fair anyway. I think Luke showed them Jadenia, so that that was no question anyway. Yeah, fair. Is fair. Um, sorry, before we even get to the midfield and attack, are we doing four, uh, formations 4-3-3, correct? Yeah, 4-3-3. Yeah. 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 All right. Defensive mid- uh, Kante isn't playing, so... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm putting cover. <laughs> I'm putting Kovacic. Okay, this, this is my three. You guys can pick your three. But my three is Kovacic, Bruno, and Pogba. That's what I'm going with. Fair, man. I don't know about you guys. I, I agree with that, I think. I think yeah. I, I would I would definitely have to say uh Billy Gilmore. I'm joking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, but guys, what, um what about what about like Yeah? Oh sorry, yeah, you can go on. I was saying, yeah, I, I was just saying, like, what, what, um, what Dicky generally said as well. Pogba, Bruno, Kovacic is an ideal DM. I mean, an ideal midfield combination. Mm, yeah. oh, right. What about you guys are ruling out Matic? Like, <laughs> nah, I think that, no, Matic. So I like Matic a lot, but I think it's just like over the course of the season, um, Kovacic, yeah, he's just been, yeah, he's just been that player. Yeah, Oh, that's Not another problem. Matic turns up for FA Cup semi-finals. Yeah, I, I do like Matic. I really do. He's a very good player. Um, attack. <laughs> this one. Guys, surely this one is easy. You can't have Giroud. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, before before we do this one, I, I would just like I would just like to say, yeah, um, the only way that. As a Chelsea fan, you can win this if you, is if you say right wing, Zedge, striker, Werner, and then uh, <laughs> you can put Rashford on the left wing. That's the only way okay. we're winning. <laughs> <It's a fantastic. laughs> oh my word. Attack. Dude, look, look at the form that Martial was on. Look at how Rashford is uh, supplying him, and look at Greenwood. Dude, there's no way a Chelsea player is in that conversation. I think he could nah, sit down good. and like. I think at the end of the day, you'd probably take that United front three. But yeah. personally, I'll sit down and have like a, a two-second debate and saying would I put Gulisic instead of uh, Greenwood? But then yeah, at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's that's himself. actually a plan. That's actually a plan. You can put Pulisic at the left and then Rashford strikes. But it's just that yeah, it ends up breaking down and like yeah, the numbers speak for themselves. Man. Those guys are pro- prolific and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those things you know the question I think I'll go with Pulisic um, Martial and Rashford uh, alright now I'm going with the United front three guys yo <laughs> 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 I, I don't even know why we're getting this <laughs> no photo yeah I think yeah I think for now yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I took 
That's a good. That's almost a clean sweep. Nah, but yeah, yeah, we have to give pins. Uh, uh, yeah, um, he's there. He got a lot of positions. Still like seven, <laughs> seven, four, seven to four. <laughs> Flip. Nah, I think yeah, our United front. I think yeah, that'll be eight. Yeah, that is exactly. Nice. Yeah. Nah, but we've got that. Nah, but anyways, the nah, attack is Man United. Nah, all the attack is Man United. Yeah, I think it's fair. It's fair. I think based True. on form, and I, would, I would vouch for Pulisic, and I think based on form and whatnot, yeah, I'll put Man United. Ah, but nah, nah, nah. I can't. I can't sleep like that knowing that. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but nah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, so yeah, so yeah, that's the team that's the combined eleven. Man City versus I think yeah, we can just skip that one to be honest. With you. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have at least three people in that team watching. Watch. Um, play. I think goalkeeper. Nah, right, right. This is the way I'm there. I'm I'm here for this. I picked Leno. But yeah, I, I, I honestly picked Leno. He's injured. He's injured. He's injured. He's injured. If he wasn't out there. Yeah, it wasn't all Oh, big, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah, you got. Oh, yeah, I remember that injury. Mope. Woo! Uh, Tough times. Please stop swearing in the group, man. That's a swear word. <laughs> but, um, yeah. What are you saying? Edison. Yeah, Edison is strange. I feel like yeah. form, form right now, Martinez is in better form, but the yeah, system, but now saying quality now comes up with form. Yeah, Edison. Um, um, let's switch it up. Left back. Jenny, let's go. Let's go. This ah, no, you can't be coming in with your, with your club stuff and telling me then No, I'm already with this one. <laughs> I'm already. With this one. <laughs> and I know that AC already gets touched with, with Benjamin Mendy conversations, dude. Nah, 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 nah. I think it's just nah. This one is purely based on form right now. Like he's been injured for for a minute, but since he's come back, he's been our best player. Since since the restart, he's been our best player. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'll back this just because yeah, I trust him, and uh, and I'm and I have to push my Arsenal players agenda. Now I I would also back Tierney because, like, I know that it was in the Scottish Premier League, right? And of course with Celtic, but like peaking his highlight reel ever since he was at Celtic I knew that this was a very good defensive buy for Arsenal like that was like I like I see him being much better than um, Nacho as, in terms of fullbacks and yeah to be better than Nacho that's something because that that was like a, an experienced player who actually was one of the best fullbacks for Arsenal in, in his time yeah that's true man. yeah that's fair um, okay, so that's left back. <coughs> Centre backs, Laporte. And David yeah, Luiz. We need to make yeah. the game fun. Luiz. Luiz. No, but I think that would be a good combo, though. That would be a good combo. In real life. Yeah. I think if Laporte is the one who sweeps. Yeah. Because both of them are good at passing. I mean, that part... Yeah, if Laporte is the one that sweeps and defends, then it's chilled. Because... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sure then that. you have Devin because for free kicks. Because ball, ball play, and when you talk about ball playing centre backs, yeah, those two enter the conversation straight away. Exactly. No, and, uh, so yeah, so Luis and Laporte, right back. Oh, no. I, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's just a department where both teams, I think, would just want to improve. Genuinely. But I uh, will put uh, Kyle Walker. Yeah. yeah, I think Kyle Walker. I uh, think it's, yeah. Hector's far from it. Cedric is, just hasn't played enough. And then Maitlenel is the midfielder, so you can't really... Yeah, you can't, you can't throw him in the... Ah, that's fair, that's fair. Midfield, De Bruyne, <laughs> David Silva, <laughs> Bernardo Silva, Bernardo. Foden... <laughs> and Guendouzi. You, you, can't, you can't have a midfielder. Yeah, that, that man has played <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 okay. Oh, on a serious note, I think Fernand oh, Junior. Yeah. De Bruyne. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. And then you can just pick between David Silva, Bernardo. In fact, now go David Silva. Yeah, just yeah, it's gonna be David Silva. Then. It's then yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one for me. 
Yeah, I see. And then up front, Sterling. Bummers. Wait, who are the second? Guys, I feel like up front is heat, eh? It's the difficult one. Oh, yeah, it is true, true, true. I'd say Sterling. Yeah. Oh, I was saying because like Arsenal's attack is quite G. It's always the defenders letting them down. So um, I wouldn't even like a Z. Like I wouldn't rate him out. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I was I was actually about to ask that who is City's best left winger and does City's best left winger compare to Aubameyang? Oh, Sterling. Isn't Sterling the winger? But then, okay, in this case, I would throw Sterling on the right. Okay, if Sterling yeah. is going to play on the left, who's going to play on the right? Nah, nice. one for Mahrez. Mahrez. Oh, yeah, Mahrez versus Aubameyang would be tight. I don't know if you guys know it, but Mahrez has actually had a dope season this season. That's yeah. true. Very. Had a dope season. I would throw Mahrez in, then Aubameyang up top. That's what yeah. I would because I was yeah. trying to see if there was a way that I could fit in like a Z. Because immediately putting like a Z, it means that Aubameyang is pushed out to the wing. So then Aubameyang has to be compared to the City wingers. Uh, but like Mahrez's form, yeah, I think you keep Aubameyang striking and then you have Mahrez and Sterling either side. My, my question is, is, is Aguero fit? He's no, not. he's not. Uh, he's, course, he's done for the rest of the season. Nah, the operation. I, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> when you bring Sergio Aguero in the conversation, yeah, That's everyone... <laughs> Not even at the bed, man. Yeah, so yeah. But see, yeah. Arsenal had three players in their cast. Same thing as, as Man U Chelsea. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> come, on. come on. I said they're disrespecting the London clubs. Uh, come on, come on. Nah, we know. We're not, we're not good, guys. It's just, yeah, we've got a lot of individuals. <laughs> true. True. All right. All right. So now the combines are, are sorted. Now let's go to the, to the questions. This one is from... Um, what's it? Rogan Walletown. What is the feeling that there is no more top six teams in most leagues of the world, but more spread out? Hmm. Well, okay, yeah. I'll, can I take it? <laughs> yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. You, that, that, like, you can take it in two ways. That is a testament to how the Premier League will always strive to be the best league in the world. People are not matching up in terms of... Um, nah, it's not like the old days where Fulham would give Man United stress on one day and then like the rest of the 37 games, they're rubbish. It's more, it's more like they're putting in efforts to keep that streak going. Like if you look at... Like, we said that Chelsea is a surprise to be in top four. What more Leicester? Leicester yeah. have been... It's not even... Leicester, I can't even say that Leicester have had brilliant performances like when they won the title. Mm-hmm. They've just been efficient. True. Same, same with Wolves. They've, they've just been efficient. Burnley recently made, uh, made Europa League qualification. That, the, those little things show like how competitive the league is getting for all we know well I'm hoping like next season you're going to see a teams like Southampton take the next step up like Get the because pro- <laughs> like you're looking at some of the quality of these players and yeah you're seeing that this is tough I mean West Ham is in the relegation battle with Felipe Anderson in their squad mm-hmm. like yeah it just shows like the quality of the league and it's a good thing but then, of course, if you're someone who strongly believed in the top, in the top six, okay, the fact that he said top six, right, shows how people have stopped saying top four, like in the old days where it was Arsenal, United, <laughs> Chelsea, Liverpool. Now it's top six. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about the whole league. So yeah, it's. I think it's progress. And Leicester broke the mold for that when they won the league. I felt like True. it gave, gave people more belief and it just as well as just with like the progress of football, man. It's no because like back then, back I'll say like go back to my new treble winners, um, Arsenal's Invincibles, like the, the first Mourinho like Premier League winning team, all those things. It's just you could see there was a quality manager with quality players. Whereas the other teams probably had a, like the lower teams had quality players, but maybe a bad manager or the opposite. 
and like now we're getting a proper proper balance of like um, a mix of good quality in both managerial and like player aspects and like today Leeds were actually promoted to the Premier League oh yes but like they're a pure example of what you can do when you get good players with a good manager in, in like the modern day of football because I'm not going to um, toot their horn and say next season they're going to take the Premier League by storm but judging from the way they're playing football like Marcel Bielsa he's, he's, he's doing something man and it's like, like what I'm saying is just like you wouldn't be surprised anymore when you see um, December and Southampton are third ahead of a team that spent like 150 million in the window just because that's how football's been advanced yeah, yeah, yeah. true alright uh, thank you Rogan for asking the question next question is from Tapia Komichi uh, score predictions I think oh, you're yeah. probably referring to the FA Cup um, Manesu score prediction uh, um uh 3-1 to Man United and uh, <laughs> uh, I will, I'll let, me, let, me, let me be realistic um then no no let me let me let me go back to the first one. 2-1 to Man United 3-1 to City alright Tawanda um 2-1 to Chelsea um I don't think I don't the the tough thing I don't think Arsenal's going to allow themselves to be dropped again. So it's <clears> tough <throat> to say I see City. I, I can't say that I see City scoring another three, maybe two nil. And um, I'm saying one zero to United, and then I'm saying four, um, four zero to City. I don't I don't think City. I don't think City are playing games, guys. Honestly, <laughs> um, they want trophies, and Arsenal has no defense. Man, and man, I warm it up. You see, I'm just. And I'm all good. You know, that just reminded me of the press conference that um, Sterling had, where he was asked about the upcoming games, and he said, "Yeah, we have to start preparing for the FA Cup final." Easy. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm watching that game tomorrow. I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't put myself through that. <laughs> uh, that. For me, I'll just say um, two on Chelsea, three on Man City. Um, all right, that's, that's decent. Next questions from oh, he asked quite a host. Thank you, Tendai, uh, Tendai Sharia. He says. Chelsea have two extra days of rest before the game against United. United doesn't. Is that fair? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. I think then now nah, I'll not. I'll, I won't take this one. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll take it. I'm a neutral. So. Nah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I think, of course. Yeah, you could say Chelsea do have an advantage, but at the same time, I go back and look at um, if it was a normal season and United play on Thursday, Europa League, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they play again. So really, it's, I mean, you could say, yeah, um, it's an advantage, but at the same time, if it was to happen in a normal season, people wouldn't really say much. So, yeah, I don't know. But like, to be fair, man, it's like, like I understand why why if you're on the wrong side of the scheduling thing, you would want to complain about it. But we're in circumstances that we can't control. People just 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 trying to get football done for the season. Then we can re-strategize for the future. And like like what you said, like in the normal season, people would have been playing Europa League on a Thursday and playing on a Sunday. And yeah, we're just victims to a a, a like a a global pandemic, so we can't really. Be too big in terms of the fix your planning. Yeah, true. But yeah, right. that, if it, if it, yeah that, 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 that rest is actually really crucial. But true. yeah, we'll see how it plans out. All right. Next question is from Tendai. He's got a whole, whole a lot of questions, so I won't keep saying his name. Um, he says Arsenal recently beat Liverpool. Should Man City be scared? I think we answered that one already. Um, Next question. Is 120 million for Sancho too much? Are modern players overpriced? Ooh. Ooh, nah. 
Nah, that's a good question, man. Like, yeah. Yo, and uh, can I take perfect. this? Or, yeah, go for, um, it, go for it. I think for Sancho, definitely considering like the team that United have already, do you get what I mean? It's not like we are in desperate need of Sancho. Like, I think we still need him because Greenwood is still young. Do you get what I mean? So you can't yeah. be playing someone that young every single week you know he's just gonna tire out so i do believe that we need him but you know 120 guys but at the end of the day i mean we got maguire for i mean <laughs> a whole lot of money so yeah. it seems like um you know teams are willing to splash on any players guys um so at the end of the day i think 120 is too much but i wouldn't be surprised if united drop 100 100 mil on Sancho like I feel like that's decent considering they got Maguire for the price that they got him for so yeah man um I hope that answers the question but um I do think we need him we definitely need him all right second part yeah we're saying modern players being overpriced um I don't think they're overpriced I think just genuinely football's having more money and with that transfer they have to go up because people's salaries have increased significantly. The amount of money a single club makes on a match day has increased significantly. Like the amount that Arsenal would have made back in 2000 is less than what teams in the championship are making right now in terms of on a match day. And that kind of, that's, that's the kind of thing with progress in terms of that. So everything is going to keep on going up wages will go up. Probably by the time we are, we are in, our, in our peak ages at the age of 60 we'll be seeing people earning six figures a week and yeah <laughs> that, that, that's that's just the way um, the game's progressing it's not always beneficial but uh, it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is true true um, alright the next one he also asks <clears throat> how does David Silva's imminent departure affect the team ah that's good um, I'll take this one I think um, leadership I, I just I didn't I, when you when you think leaders, David Silva doesn't exactly fit the mold of Stevie G, Frank Lampard, Vieira, or Tony Adams, or any other captain like Vidic or all of those guys. He doesn't fit into that mold. He he fits like more like how Hazard was a uh, captain for Belgium, where he leads by example. Like he does something on the pitch and expects you to be on that type of standard. Yeah. Having having said that, I think it's going to um, with City's quality already. It's pitch wise, it shouldn't. But of course, like um, like fifty percent of the game is also like a mind game. So of course they're going to miss David Luiz. But I mean, not David Luiz, David Silva. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are going to miss David Luiz. They wish yeah, they did thirty-eight games a week. Thirty-eight <laughs> games, like honestly. But yeah, but, yeah, I think. They won't, I don't see City being that much of a sentimental club, especially with the way they're hungry for game time themselves. Yeah, yeah but I think I, I feel like Tawanda, you touched on a great point there. Like, you know, um, it doesn't like on paper, City are fine. Do you get what I mean? Like, they have so yeah. much depth that they're not gonna miss them. But um, psychologically, it could play a factor. I think it could actually play a big factor because you look at. Uh, Madrid and Ronaldo do you get what I mean like on paper Madrid was, was still fine you know it was 100% fine but just because Ronaldo left and I feel like David Silva in City is that type of figure where you know um, he expects you to act a certain way and to play a certain way and he's vocal in the locker room and he's vocal on the pitch so yeah it, I actually think it could be a huge miss yeah. but yeah, just pay respects to you. actually one of the most criminally underrated players of, our, of like the generation who watch football. I genuinely believe if Xavi um, and Iniesta didn't exist, he would have been at the top of the world. But yeah, when, when you're in the midfield, like in, in the world, being compared to Xavi and Iniesta, all those kind of players, yeah, it's kind of dog free. But yeah, he's, I think he'll be missed. Yeah, like what people are saying, more, he'll be missed more. To do with um, his presence as a as a personality in the dressing room, more than though, yeah, of course we we know yeah he's a really 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 old player, but yeah they've got a lot of depth. They've been building a lot of depth. They've allowed Bowden to mature 
Ronaldo Silva is there, De Bruyne is there. You can never really and City genuinely, whoever they want, they can just go sit out and buy them if, if they feel like they're lacking. But yeah, I think it's he's one of those players where you can't really like replace his locker room value. Basically, and also um, even now with Kevin De Bruyne, I think that he can now finally talk since David Silva is not there anymore. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to, yeah, but you have to edit the clip into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think already it at the end. That's a good joke, right there, man. I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it at the end. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> um, the next question says: Should Oli change his lineup for Sunday? I think we answered that one already. Then just hold on. Next one <clears throat> is Osman Dembele's lifestyle the cause of his injuries? Uh, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I think that's, I think that's maybe it's the cause of. I think he has a little bit of weak mentality in terms of bouncing back from these things. I True. always, well, not always, but I recently used Danny Ings as an example for the ideal mentality to have after injury because he's not right now. He's just playing because he's cherishing every moment because he doesn't know when his last time playing football will be and I think because he's young and he's coming into like a lot of money he, he never grew up with this kind of money around him then getting all of that kind of gets to your head but I think people overstate the influence of lifestyle because you can't say that Guzman Dembele's lifestyle is crazy different to I'd say Sterling when he reaches when he got to City and maybe even Pogba that kind of thing even Aubameyang and Aubameyang is just yeah you can see what he's doing in the league yeah exactly. I think that's the perfect example because Aubameyang and Debele were like best friends at, at Dortmund and it didn't really affect that I think his mentality is affecting his bounce backs more than him getting injured alright alright mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay um, next one thoughts on Bellingham's move to Dortmund that's for you man <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's for you. That's I think, I think it's a good move. I mean, I don't. I think he's what 16, 17 I don't even know. But I think if if you're an English player and if you want to improve your game, uh, there's no better place than Germany. There's so many examples of people who've gone to Germany now. Sancho was the was the one who made that breakthrough. You've got the Arsenal kid. What's his name? Manesu. There's, there's like two Reese Nelson was sent there yeah No Smith Rose I think he's still there on loan exactly yeah. him as well I think Germany is a very good place for English talents to go and because Germany as much as it's dominated by Bayern Munich I think it's it's very technical and there are very a lot of technical players there so it'll help him a lot so it's a good move and he obviously is going to leave and go to maybe Man United Barcelona I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I heard the, the pain in your voice when you had to say that Germany is dominated by Bayern Munich. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts me. It hurts me, bro. It's the game, bro. It's the game. Oh, this one's an interesting one. Could Messi and Cristiano be more exciting as teammates than as rivals? No. 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 I think we all want to see them play at least like a game together. Definitely, that would just be like would be interesting, like a testimonial to someone. Definitely, I would love to see. It. But nah, I think yeah, but um, the spice on of FIFA though. <laughs> <laughs> <We've> got... <laughs> but I, I think the spice of the rivalry is, is the best we can get, man. There's nothing better than seeing them playing at it, especially like back in the Liga days when Ronaldo would score actually on a Saturday. And Messi would score a trick on the Sunday. That kind of fun. There's yeah. like few better sets in the And dog, like yeah, dude. Like I feel like the fact that they're in different teams is what makes them so great. Do you get what I mean? Like okay. um, I remember Messi um a, a few years back. He was mentioning that you know Ronaldo has left. Now you know there's it, like a void right there. You know. 
there's no longer competition at that level and i feel like the fact that they play against each other right just pushes them on and on and on so yo in the same team yo i i think that team will lose dude with the eagles uh. <laughs> that's exactly what i was about to talk about eagles imagine there's a free kick 90 plus three Exactly. Uh, no just taking that out. <laughs> yeah, no depends. He, he doesn't care about anyone. He he's taking that out. He won't even you won't even blink twice, man. You won't even look to the left. You just stand uh, over where you know it's done. Yeah, uh, fact, fact. Uh, I mean uh, it will be interesting to see them on the same team, but at the same time it's just like nah. I think if you if that was to ever happen, you'd maybe want it to happen and get an MLS team or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or at the highest level, and yeah. you just want them to, so because it, it might just tarnish the, well, not tarnish, but it just have a, like a little stain on what's been like two amazing careers. Man. True, true. And the last question is from Matty Mashoko, and he says, I think this one's the Chelsea one. He said, Should Kepa be blamed or the defenders? <laughs> oh, Kepa should be blamed. He's the manager, bro. I hope it wasn't even the debate of who's going to take this question. (laughs) Oh my god. Because he threw a really really good joke in there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That was really really (laughs) slight. Okay. Right. I am going to say they are both to blame. Definitely. They are both definitely to blame because, um, uh, as 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 most of you know, uh, Zuki weren't there for the heated Kepa conversations. But <laughs> I've been I've been defending Kepa all my life, right? But then, like, I I, I, I sat down and then I thought of games like uh, Newcastle before the Rona, even Aston Villa after the Rona. Like, Kepa has had his moments where he's. Um, thing where he's flattered uh, to deceive and one thing that made me like that's another thing like even when we were talking about team comparisons I only threw in Leno's name because I knew that he's a top keeper and he's definitely better than Kepa in terms of statistic and form as well as performance right and this is Leno at a uh, much worse defensive the Arsenal okay not much worse that's a good offense nah, nah, much worse calm down <laughs> okay, not much worse, but like, okay, relatively, right? It's worse, man. It's it's dead. Arsenal's dead. <laughs> <laughs> the team is dead. Chelsea just concede goals. We concede stupid goals. That team is dead. <laughs> skill points. Skill points for goal conceded, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm saying, like, okay, Kepa he's not a bad keeper like it's just because the thing is like even before the Rona like in in certain games like for Spain there was there were times that you cannot deny that man was performing better than um, his opposite partner like Edison or David because he even like got selected for certain games for certain Europa qualification games over De Gea and this was purely based on form you know so to say that Kepa's had an entirely bad season all round, no, that's not true. But when Chelsea is down in form, he happens to just yeah to be one of those owners who's on Rudiger levels of uh, gifting goals. I think I think Kepa's your the Chelsea version of Pogba. That is pressure comes from his price tag. True. If he, if he was bought from, from if he was bought for cheaper, no one would talk as much. Because he was made the most expensive goalkeeper in the world by some interesting decision making, then everyone's gonna ever as soon as you make a mistake, he's he's gonna get slated. Pepe is an, is another example of that. Dombele is another example of that. As but it's just it's the modern game, and if you're going for for big money, you've got to be you basically being asked to be the best player in the team. Exactly, scoring from the changing room type of stuff. Yeah, you know this. <laughs> yeah, I have like a, a question for like for everybody actually like on Kepa, right? Um, you know De Gea when he moved to Manchester United, he had a similar start to Kepa. Like, you know, people were doubting him, and people, yeah, people doubted his talent. So, do you think like um, you know um, Kepa can get to the levels of De Gea if he's given enough time? Oh, I don't know. This one. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I think like with what Honda said, like I, I agree with some of the stuff. Like of course there's some things like the price tag. We that's a release clause. There's nothing you can do about it. It's either you trigger it or you just leave it. So you can't really blame it. But if you the if you can reach the hair's level, I mean I don't know. Because with Kepo it's a weird one. He's like he performs one game, then the next game he doesn't perform. And it's just that that inconsistency is like can you reach that level of the hair? Because I know Teo's first season, I, I'm not a Man United fan, but Teo's first season or his first two seasons weren't great. But then as he started to evolve and grow, he became the best keeper in the world. And I don't know how he adapted, of course, because in the Premier League, to be a very good Premier League keeper, you need to come and collect crosses. You need to be good in the air. You need to do all these things. Yeah. But like with Kepa, some of the things I see, like even just the routine things, like coming out for crosses, he doesn't come out, or if he does comes out, he's getting bullied, and it just it just worries me as a fan sometimes. Like if he's not improving on this um, last season, if he didn't improve on this um, this season, is he gonna improve on the next season? So I don't know. It's it's a weird one to be honest. I don't know if you reach there because Kepa, as I said, he's. Is that keeper where you don't know which or how he will turn up? It's either one day is good, one day is bad. So I'm just I'm just still praying that hopefully he comes good because at the moment it's not looking good for him. But I just hope he, he does come good at the end of the day because he is a Chelsea player. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, 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 that's that's what you say. Okay, in terms of being capable to perform. Like, um, like the same thing that I told you earlier, Diki. Like, to you can't say that you haven't seen Kepa uh, play. Uh, play. You you can't say that you haven't seen Kepa have a good game. I mean, you can talk about the Europa League uh, semi-final. You can talk about the thing. You can talk about. You can actually talk about the Capital One Cup final last season. Bar the Surrey drama. Bar the sorry drama, Kepa actually had a good game, he even saved some pins in the penalty shootout to prove himself, right? But like, yeah, you just have these small things that are nagging at you. Like, I remember the other day you came and said, Kepa, what are, you asked what is Kepa good at? And you know, I tried to say, ah, he's a good distributor. But <laughs> that's Cap. <right? laughs> exactly. Then, then you just talked about how... Keeper doesn't jump out of the box, so that means he's not an aggressive keeper, which means he's somewhere in the middle. He he doesn't have re, he's got reflexes, but yeah. not like all black. Yeah, exactly. So because so Keeper yeah. needs to find his elements. Yeah, 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 you can go on. Yeah, no, I spot on. I was just going to add exactly like what all that you mentioned. Because even with that, all that being said, with like the price tag and whatnot, for me, I, I always say this: no matter the price tag, you have to be good at least at one thing. At least one thing, even no matter how trash you are, you just have to do one thing. And like with, with Kepa, like he was renowned for his passing at at Bilbao, but now all of a sudden it's just he can't he can't pass the ball. It's 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 funny to me, but yeah, it's a difficult one. We'll see what Frank does at the end of the season. Thank you to who asked that question, Matthew, asking that question. Thank you so much. So yeah, um, those are all the questions done, guys. Um, that concludes this podcast. Um, thank you guys for hopping on. Tawanda, you're on screen right now. Just share your socials. Oh, yeah. Um, Tawanda.Kawadza on Instagram. Um, Twitter, Kway underscore TJ6. TikTok, I'm joking, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> don't say you're joking. Nine on TikTok account, you see this dancing. Tell them your TikTok account. Oh. I can't, okay, fine, it's easy, excuse me. My TikTok is the same as my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, solid. That's solid. Um, AC? Oh, I see, this means if they don't know my socials, it means they're not watching your videos, so... First of all, go watch the previous one, the previous <laughs> podcast. 
the one on Barcelona, and then you can find my 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 details there. Alright, solid, solid, Mr. Kudzi. Before you even say whatever, guys, if you're listening to this, the chat room on Instagram, follow it up. YouTube, uh, shout out, shout follow out. it up. Twitter, follow it up. I'm going to link every single one of them on the Instagram page and on my page as well. Follow it up, you guys. It's a big thing. Make sure, make sure, pull up. Oh hey. <laughs> shout out for that, bro. Um, it's not as established as this, by the way. Just putting it out there, but um, <laughs> but yeah, all my personal handles are on Instagram is k underscore mochandibaya, and on Twitter it's k underscore mochandibaya. Keeping it simple, yeah. It's complicated, guy. Yeah. yeah, just 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 to close, yeah, Arsenal do have the most FA Cup titles, so keep that in mind, guys. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. That, that's why. That's why I don't want United to do it because they're gonna be tied with us. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Nah, it's, it's all good, guys. You know what, guys? Thank you so much for taking your time coming out here on a Friday. I know you guys probably. Oh, but then you're in lockdown, so I was about to say something, but nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're free. We're free. There's no lockdown here. Like, we're, ah. we're free to roam. Oh, you see, oh, that explains it. No comment. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming out, man. Uh, this was fun. I really enjoyed this one a lot. Yeah, man. Thanks uh, for having us, man. Uh, it's all good, man. You guys take care. Hopefully, the best team wins on on Saturday and Sunday, respectively. No, hopefully, the team wins because if you say the best team wins, that means cities win. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Why are you being difficult? <laughs> hey, nah. I'm I'm just not letting you speak things into existence, man. <laughs> let, 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 let the football do the talking tomorrow. You'll be happy, but oh man, no thanks. But now, no, that's good, guys. Um, stay well. Um, and yeah, hopefully you guys can come back on in future. But that being said, I'm out. Peace out.